Welcome to the Leave Inspired Podcast with me, your host, Emily Denny. If you're a photographer, entrepreneur, small business owner, or creative looking for tons of tips, direction, and of course, inspiration when it comes to starting your business, then I'm so excited you're here and can't wait to share all I've learned. Um, but welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being on here. I'm so excited to talk to you. Me and Mel have known each other for like, how many, actually, how many years has it been? Like two now? Um, I feel like personally like two, but I like knew of you for the longest time. I know. So we, we have a mutual friend that like was my little in my sorority. And then we just like always knew of each other because you're best friends with her. Um, yes. but so I'm excited to have you here because we didn't even know each other were photographers, or at least I didn't know you were a photographer until Allie started talking about it. And then that's when we like really connected. I feel like a ton. No, I, I like started photography and then Allie was like, my big's a photographer. You should talk to her. Cause I was like, how do I do this? <laughs> so then I reached out to you on Instagram and I was like, hi, I know you're a photographer. I would love oh, your help. I remember like, that. I was at my sister's house and you like reached out. And I was like, that is so kind. I was like, let's get coffee. You were like um, the only photographer around that I knew. So I was like, I'm going to talk to her. And then we met up for coffee and talked. Yeah. It's just always nice to have someone to like talk about it. Like the get go. Yeah. I remember just being like, who does this? I have no idea. I don't even know any entrepreneurs. So it was no. just like, it's weird doing it by yourself. If you don't have anyone to reach out to. It's um, so scary. <laughs> so scary. Um, okay. But before we get started with everything, I just want people to know kind of who you are, um, what clients you serve, how long you've been doing this, kind of where your stage at, how you got started, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Right. So I'm Mel. Um, I started photography like off and on. It really started during COVID. Um, like that first year of COVID. Cause I was, we all had nothing to do. And I was like, wait, and I had a huge life crisis. I was like, I need to rethink my whole life, all this stuff. And um, we all did. Oh my gosh. That was like me in a nutshell. <laughs> no, I literally, and I like have always enjoyed photography and just kind of like as like a side thing and just was, have always been, it's just been an interest and a hobby type thing. And then I was like, wait, maybe I should try to like make this serious and like make it a full-time occupation, <laughs> yep. which was scary in general. Um, so I kind of just like slowly got into that. I like met up and talked with you to try to get like an understanding of it all. And then I bought a body to, which I think was yours. My first body to my camera was yours. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. So got that from you and then just kind of like started playing with it. And I had like roommates. So we would like set up photo shoots for fun and I just kind of started like marketing myself through that. Now I work at a preschool right now, but I just transitioned to part-time um, to dedicate to photography. And I'm just trying to do like weddings. I like very non-traditional weddings and then like editorial branding, stuff like that. Um, I just like the vintage, like nostalgic feel to a lot of photos. So I'm trying to like kind of bring that clientele in stuff like that I know I feel like we relate stories a lot too just even like how we started and everything and so oh yeah I think it just helps whenever other people are kind of going through the same thing as well um but also I wanted to just hear in general about where your life is right now um because I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time we saw each other last time because Mel's wanting to move to New York too for those of you who don't know um she's trying to move next year right Yes, like the end of the summer next year. Yeah, so she comes up all the time. Um, and so oh, we yeah. see each other a lot. But I think the last time we saw each other was, what did we say it was? March? March. Like, I think the end of March. Yeah. yeah. So wait, what's been going on since then? I just want to like know. Um, so I launched my website. I saw um, that. Mm-hmm. That was a whole thing. I was not... <laughs> prepared for how much work goes into a website oh I know you just think like oh I'll just spend an afternoon doing this and then it's like no five months later (laughs) yeah you literally have to like be so it's so like detailed but I like doing that type stuff so like it was fun for me but 
Yeah, I launched my website. Um, I've just been like, I've been doing a lot of second shooting with other photographers at weddings. Um, the summer heat has been insane. Yeah. <laughs> has it been hot in Arkansas? Oh my God, it's like 100 degrees every day. Uh, that's, oh my gosh. And that's like the normal temperature. So like the feels like is like 10 more than that. Yeah. I just looked, it's like 82 here right now. But for some reason, it feels so oh, hot here. That's so nice, though. <laughs> well, I think here, too, it's like the humidity is so bad. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that is true. There's a lot of humidity here, too, because we're, like, by the water and everything. But oh, yeah. I, yeah, it's just summer's not going to be. <laughs> I think it really gets really hot here in August, though. So excited for yeah. that. Get ready for August. I know. Um, but, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of that and then I talked to my lawyer um the other day to set up the LLC okay which was not prepared for that too <laughs> I was not prepared for that whenever I started that I was like I, I didn't even know that existed until someone was one day like hey do you have an LLC and I was like what <laughs> hey, I, what? Know, I was like what is that yeah and then I looked at it all and figured it all out but it takes so much more work than you also think just like right. figuring out the logistics of it all no, I was on the phone with him and he was like saying all this stuff and like, you know, using big words and everything. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, I'm going to need to explain what you're telling me because you're saying it and I'm trying to understand, but I can't really understand. <laughs> no. And then they, and then you feel like you're dumb because you don't know what they're saying. Once no, I like got on this like, phone call and I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I was talking to the people, I think it was the LLC the secretary of state office or whatever. Yeah. And they were like saying, I needed something. I don't remember what they were saying, but they were just like being, I, I don't even know. They were using some like letters. They're like the FL whatever. And I was like, I'm what? And she like kept yelling at me being like, you should know what this is. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. You're so, like, this is why I'm here to understand. <laughs> yeah. But it's just funny because you always feel like you need to know all the things. And then you realize actually no one does. They're it's just their jobs. They hear it every day. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Like, you but, know, your own thing, your own yeah. niche. And then you said you started now part-time with your job, right? Yes, which was a fun transition because I work at, like, a preschool, which obviously is not what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to get there. It's to get, it's honestly to get money and stuff to fuel into the photography until I can become full-time Yeah. right now. Yeah, I just talked to them and moved to part-time which is going to be nice. Cause I feel like, I mean, like I work normally Monday through Friday, eight to five. So it's like, by the time I get off work, I have to like do some photography stuff. And I'm like, so tired from the day. I know. Yeah. And then like the weekends you want to dedicate to like relaxing or being with your family or your friends, but you're also like, no, I have to do, you know, my business basically. Yeah. And then, so now moving to part-time it's gonna be nice to like allow those days to just like turn focus in, on this yeah turn into more photography days that's so yeah. nice how many days of the week are you going to be working um just three okay so I'll that's have so like nice. two days during the week and then the weekends which will be nice that'll be nice because then you can just fully commit to thinking about photography I instead I remember that whenever I first had just a I had a full-time job out of college and it didn't relate to photography at all. I like nannied full time. And then, and so I was just like trying to figure out time where I could even spend on photography. And then I had a part-time job and I was like able to do photography on the side. And that that was so nice. Like as soon as I started being able to do that. And then I had a full-time job that related to photography. uh, But that's when this started going like full-time on its own. So then that was just like me playing catch up all the time. Is that your dog? Hold on. Yeah. One second. (laughs) Oh my god. Sorry about that. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know you had a dog. Oh yeah. My um my family just got home, so he's like excited. Um oh I forget that you're at your family's house right now. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> Living at my family's until we moved to New York. I know. That's crazy. That's how I was also whenever the pandemic hit because my lease had just yeah. ended and I was like, I know. I don't want to move back to like the place I'm at. And so it was just like a whole moment where I was just feeling so weird. Well, yeah, I just didn't want, I just don't want to like 
be putting money into like rent when I can be putting it one towards New York and then two towards photography it's like I don't want to be spending all this money when I could be saving it to like use for the future and stuff so. yeah no that's how I was and even before I moved to New York I was I had an apartment but it was like extremely cheap <laughs> so right. it was just like and I was sharing it so right I feel that a lot right um okay and then let's just go into like the little mini session that we're gonna do so basically okay. what me and Mel decided to do was um we want to kind of do two different things on this podcast we want to first do a little mini session. So Mel has been like starting photography um, and we've gone through a few mentor sessions together. So we thought we'd do one on the podcast about Instagram marketing and reels and that kind of fun stuff. Cause that's now what you're getting into more wanting to more focus yeah. on now that you have more time for it. Um, right. But then also at the end, I wanted to ask Mel a bunch of questions about her journey in photography and kind of as someone who is now going into it as a part-time thing versus just a side hustle, what that looks like in that life stage. Um, and just some questions on that. We have some fun questions we came up with. Um, so for the mini session, I know we want to talk about Instagram marketing. And so first I just want to like, even ask like, how's Instagram right now going for you or like what's biggest points of concern? Instagram's doing good. Um, I feel like one when I started that was like the year that they decided to make Instagram like a video app or app, whatever yeah. mm -hmm. whatever they called it um so that was like amazing <laughs> I was like wait I'm a photographer I'm you know I'm not taking videos I'm taking photos yep so but then it's a video app so and that's like one of the main I mean it's like your second website in a way so oh, it really is if not your it was like yeah, I think like I have had a hard time like wrapping my head around that because I'm just not a person who like I I have always been like kind of a private person. So one like sharing so many reels and stuff like that and like stories and all that type of stuff was just like foreign territory to me. Mm -hmm. So just navigating around that, I've gotten better about it. Yeah. obviously. and I think <laughs> no, for real. And I think the thing is, it's foreign for everyone. And I sometimes yeah. think that is so like misconceived because even people will be like, oh, that's just like natural for you. But like, that's just not my thing or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, right. hold, hold on. <laughs> this was yeah. not natural for me. Like, I never thought I'd be the one where people would think that was natural for me or anything like that, because I struggled to, to put myself on Instagram at all. And so right. I think like, that's definitely not something to like focus on of like, oh, that's just not my thing or like whatever. Or like, that's just hard for me because I think it's hard for everyone. I feel like there is very few oh, yeah. people where it like does come natural to them, but I think then they're influencers and not photographers. And right. so I'm like, that's like, I feel like the people that like love doing it is the ones who like actually wanted to do it for their career. But I think there's a lot of people out there that are doing it, but that's not their first priority. Like, it's not like they're trying to be influencers or like try to be on Instagram 24 seven or like sharing about their life. They're just doing it because it like really does help with marketing and it helps with, um, just like people right. getting to know you as a person and like who's behind the camera. And so I think it's really, it's like any other skill. It's like something that's going to take time and just let yourself grow into it because it's not just going to happen overnight. And I think I expected myself to be like that when I first started Instagram and like doing reels and being on my stories, I was like, okay, this just needs to happen overnight. Like now, now I'm just going to do it. And I think right. that was a bad mindset because that was unrealistic for me because I needed to like train myself how to do it. I need to gain the confidence to do it. I need to feel more comfortable. I needed to take like baby steps. And so I think that's totally normal to like be feeling like, oh, such new territory, like not really my territory because most people that do run a business that are doing Instagram to help and guide their business feel that way. But the surprising thing for me is I feel like once I started doing it, I realized how much I actually enjoyed it. And I feel like that's yeah. weird because I did not expect that. I was like, this is going to be my least favorite thing. I'm going to hate doing it. But now I'm like kind of excited to make reels or like try. And I think it's also because Instagram is kind of a fun game to me. It's like I'm in competition against myself and so it's like, let's see how much this reel can make versus the last one. Or like, 
yeah. let's see what this does versus that or like how people respond to this and so I think it's like a fun almost a game to myself um but just wanted to like start with that because I feel like I talk to so many people about Instagram or when I'm talking to them about Instagram they're always like oh it's just not my thing and I think that's why I'm not able to do it or it's just not my strong suit right. and I think it's just so important to understand that like sometimes it's no one else's strong suit why did someone just ring my phone did you hear that yeah Hold on. Okay. okay new moment the um, mailman <laughs> decided to come to our door oh that doesn't happen usually they just leave stuff downstairs right I, they've never ever come to our door before that's so weird that, that was very weird I mean nice there's been so many like little things happening it's so this funny. Just been a mess. I'm telling you, my life is all over the place right now. Um, it's okay, for we're, those we're gonna on, get through it. <laughs> yeah, that's on the podcast right now. That don't know that like I'm moving right now, and so there's like a bunch of moving parts going on, and I feel like you're kind of in an odd stage too right now. So no, my dog was just barking, and then like, are we we're having trouble logging on to Zoom? Like it's just. Oh. Like- no yeah we've tried to log on to the zoom call like the beginning one probably sounds really weird the beginning audio <laughs> for anyone that thought it <laughs> might sound weird because like zoom was like literally cutting us out of the um space and my air conditioning right. decided to turn on so it was like super noisy but anyway fun times um the real <laughs> anyway. the real life moments um what was I even just saying right before I got back on here um reels we were talking about like the oh, mindset of reels mindset of reels but yeah I think I was done talking about that part um but okay some things with reels I'm just going to dive into reels for a second because I think I'm going to okay. dive into all three with you and then you can like ask me questions if you want to but I'm going to go through like reels Instagram stories slash highlights and then feed posts because I I even was having a mentor session on this the other day Um, And I was just talking about the three and kind of like what they are to Instagram now that it is becoming more of a video app um, because in the long run, Instagram is in competition with TikTok. And so like it's a business. And I think we talked about this a little earlier too, but like, because it's a business, they have people who are also running it and trying to market themselves. And in order to do that, like they have competitors on social media apps. And right now, TikTok is really taking over. And so they're trying to keep people on Instagram and not just have it like the showcasing app because that's starting to like get out. Um, and it's more entertaining for people to watch videos. So that's why Instagram is pushing reels really hard, which is why I always tell people reels is the way to go nowadays, um, because it's yeah. really going to give you a lot of new people. And, um, even before we jumped on this, uh, Mel was asking me like, how do I get like new people to my Instagram account? Because I think that becomes the struggle is you just have the same consistent people coming to your account all the time. And there's not much new like people anymore. And I think the key to this is Instagram reels. Um, because even if I go onto my, I'm going to pull it up right now, actually, if I go onto my, um, uh, Instagram, it has the, like, um, insights, you know, the insights area where it tells you what's going yeah. on with everything and like where you're gaining your followers from. Um, so if I go to mine and I'm going to go to engagement on mine, motorcycle out there, <laughs> uh, the it's always so loud. I'm like, how am I supposed to do these? Okay. Whatever. I can't find it, but I always, I always can't find it for some reason, but I think you showed me the last time we talked to each other. Okay. And you showed me, it was like, it was like post and then stories and then like reels, like this tall bar of like accounts reached and stuff. Okay. Yes. I did show you that already. So basically I always show people this because it's like, it's crazy how many new people come from reels, but don't really come from stories or Instagram feed anymore um it just like completely has switched and so whenever I see like my new engagement like people who are finding my account on my like insights on Instagram it says reels and it's like 44k this week or whatever and then it's like Instagram posts it's like 2000 people and then it's like Instagram stories is like 1000 people and so it's just it's like an insane amount it's like this giant bar of people who have found reels versus through everything else. And so I really just feel like the game has changed in a sense of like, 
Instagram reels is where for your business side, at least is where people are going to find your account. Like new people are going to be like filtered in and out. And like, not every one of them is going to like your account. Um, because like it's Instagram reels and they might be like, you know, a coordinator and they see a photographer and they're like, Oh, that's not really me. And they just, right. But it's where people are going to be filtered into your Instagram profile. And so those are where the new people are coming into your Instagram. I think like now the feed of your Instagram is now where as a photographer, you just showcase your work. So it's like, yeah, it's your portfolio, but it's not really doing much for your account. Now, I think on the other hand, when you do post actual posts, you want to have hashtags in there because I think that's really the only way people are finding that, especially if you use the same hashtag over and over again. Like if, for example, I would use New York city wedding photographer and then someone searched that and I had tagged all of my photos in that all the time, my photos might pop up on their search. And so I think that does really help as far as like feed posts go um, with people finding you is it really does help if you post the consistent um, Instagram hashtags all the time on your posts. And so for me, I have ones that I switch off. So I'm doing, if I'm doing a brand post, I'll post my, my hashtags related to brands. If I'm doing a wedding post, I'll do it related to weddings, so on, so on. Um, but I think those really do help as far as people find your Instagram. And then I think stories right now on Instagram are ways for people to get to know you as a person, um, and get to know your day-to-day life. Because for example, if someone were to go and find you on Instagram reels and they're like, oh, as a photographer, she seems pretty cool. You know, it might've not even shown your work at all. You might've just been doing a trending sound. Um, Then they go to your profile and they're like, oh, whoa, she like has like amazing photos. This is so cool. Right. And then they go to your story and they're like, oh my gosh, this is what she actually did today. Like, this is what she's doing in this moment. And then all of a sudden they're getting to know yeah. you as a person. And so they like are brought through all of those steps. And so I think that's really important with Instagram is that you are being brought through all of those steps. Um, because if you're right. just doing one step, if you're like, for example, just posting reels, but then have nothing to show for it, people are going to, you know, move on. Or if you just have feed, but no one's like engaging in your account, then no one's going to see them. Or if you're just doing stories, then it's just like about you, but like people have no idea what's going on. Like they can't like see from like, there's nothing happening there. So I think you really need all three of them, even though like some aren't as much involving, like whenever I go to my insights, it's like Instagram stories is like a thousand people that month have got attached to my stories or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, why am I even posting stories? But I think it has a different purpose. Its purpose isn't to reach people. Its purpose is to get people to get to know me. Um, And this is something I've always said, but as far as like marketing yourself as a photographer, it is so important for people to get to know you as a person, because it's just like, it helps them feel like they're connected to someone. It helps them feel like they already know you if they're seeing your life like shown on the app or on social media, just like you feel this way about other people. Like for example, the Kardashians, a lot of people feel like they like know the Kardashians personally, but like really only a handful of people actually know them, but you feel like you know them because they're sharing their life so consistently. Um, And so in the raw too. Um, and again, they're probably not sharing everything. There's probably so many things they're going through that they don't even say or like talk about, um, because like in the same way you want to keep certain lives of your life private, or, you know, you don't want to go too into far depth and it's just like a cry show every time they get on your Instagram. Cause that's not very professional. You also want to like maintain professionalism, but right at the same time, it really does help for people to see your face because, you know, then they're going to know you as a person and someone would rather hire someone they know personally versus someone that they've never seen at all. And I think that goes for all industries, like for doctors, if you're hiring a doctor, would you rather hire the one that, or like going to the doctor, would you rather have one that, you know, your family has known for years, blah, 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 or someone that you have no idea who they are. And maybe even the one that you have no idea who you are is better for whatever your need is. Like maybe you're going in with like a broken knee and he like specializes in broken knees, but like, I think, you'd rather go with the familiar face. You know what I mean? Because right. you trust that person. And so I think it goes the same with photography is the more trust you can bring into your social media, the more of you and who you are and have people almost act as if they already know you, even though they've never met you, the 
more likely people are to hire you. Um, and so I don't know if you have like a feeling on that or like seeing that in your Instagram. No. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. I feel like, especially with the reels thing, I feel like because reels has become such a big thing, people have been like, Oh, just do reels. Like they're like, it is such a big part, but they're not like how you're saying that you should equal out like your post and your stories and your reels. Yeah. Like, I guess I never really thought about it that way too, because people are just so focused on reels that I feel like that's all most photographers are focused on. Yeah. But like, I mean, with your saying like the comfortability of like meeting a photographer, like if I, the first time I meet one of my clients, I hope they would feel at least comfortable with me through what they've seen on Instagram rather than like, Cause you know, it's like always before you go meet anyone, like not even talking about photographers, you kind of have like a nervous feeling of being like, are they going to be mean? Are they nice? Like, so I feel like with what you're saying with stories, like allowing, allowing your clients to see kind of a little bit of who you are will probably make them trust you a little bit too, with like them, you taking your photo and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like if I hire anyone, I love seen about like who they are what they're up to like they're uh, like right. family photo all of a sudden like I see like you know or whatever like is going on in their life I think I connect to them so much more and then I'm like oh, okay I feel like I can trust this person like to take you know to right. do whatever to do my hair to sell me a car you know like, like whatever it might be right it it brings such a different perspective when you actually can connect with the person. Um, because there can be like a million photographers out there. I mean, there's probably like 20 million photographers that are way better than me or like specialize in something way better than me. But a lot of times people have chosen to hire me because they were referred to me or their friend, or they've been following me on Instagram for so long, or they feel like they got to know me or they like connect with my style or what I'm saying in my stories, or, you know, they connected at some point with me. And because of that, they're hiring me. And I think that is so important. And honestly, I think half of a photographer's job is to take photos. And the other half is to connect and make your client feel comfortable. And I think a lot of times people are like, oh, you just need to be good at taking like photos, like blah, blah, blah. But I think such a huge part of it is really like connecting and making your client feel comfortable in front of the camera and making them feel confident and you know, because that's just going to be such an outcome of the photos in general. And so if you're already portraying that in your story, like half of your job is already done to this person's eyes, like so whether they realize it or not. And that's why they're mm-hmm. choosing to hire you. Um, and so I think that's such an important part of Instagram is that showing up. Um, and so another part of that, just going into it all is like, whenever you are doing these reels and these posts and stories and whatever, a huge part of it is doing it consistently um, mm-hmm. because that's just going to make such an impact on like the algorithm in general. So Instagram's going to realize like, oh, you're doing this consistently. And people who are watching you are going to realize you're doing this consistently because right. if you were even be, let's just use the Kardashians again for consistency wise, if they were to like post one show when they were like kids and then like haven't posted until like later on, like people probably wouldn't be, even if it's the exact same show, like no one's connected to them anymore. Like they're like, wait, where did you go? Like, we haven't seen you in forever. Like you're not really prominent anymore. Like, you know, like no one knows who you are anymore. And I think it's the same thing. Like on Instagram, you got to stay consistent because the people who are following you want to consistently see Instagram's going to like that part of you. Cause they're like, Oh, this person's consistent. We can keep posting her because we can trust her on Instagram um, yeah. or whatever the case is. And so I think it goes both ways. It goes for your clients and for Instagram. Um, so consistency is super, super important. Um, and like anything, I also use this always in as, as an example is I mean, being consistent on Instagram is like the same as being consistent in the gym. Some people are always like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like they get on Instagram and they post one thing and they're like, okay, why do I not have like five clients at least after that one moment or for the same thing, people go to the gym and they're like, okay, I went to the gym. Why am I not ripped? You know what I mean? Like what's going on here? And the the key of what's not going on, like what the problem was, is the consistency. It's not that you did the workout wrong. It's not that you know, you had a bad post on Instagram. It's not any of those. It's the fact that you weren't consistent in it. And so being consistent is just a huge factor on Instagram and Instagram marketing. I think it's one of the biggest, um, as long as you have like those 
block, like those stepping stones in place, which are the reels, the stories and the feed. And so I think that kind of all ties in together. Um, I don't know if you have any questions on that or thoughts. No, yeah. I was just going to add, like, I feel like another big thing with the consistency stuff is um, it's easy to, like, fall under, like, when you're on Instagram, obviously. And I know a lot of photographers follow other photographers and you see, like, the engagements that they get and, like, but it's easy to be like, oh, well, why are they, like, doing better than I am or whatever but then it's like well they're they're further into where they're supposed to be it's like you can't compare someone's like chapter seven to your chapter one or whatever chapter you're in or whatever totally um but I feel like it's easy to be like but but why are they doing so much better like why are they getting the clients that I want blah 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 blah. but it's like no you just have to compare of like you're not in that in that part yet because you don't have the availability to be consistent yet like with me like I feel like the consistency thing is I haven't had a lot of time because I work because have been working a full-time job along with this on the side so it's like hard to find time management of making it consistent so that's why I'm excited that I'm going to part-time now because I feel like the time management of it all and like the consistency will get better right no and I think you brought up a great point is Instagram is really hard like great marketing tool, but it does, it does make you compare yourself to other photographers. And I just remember it's so easy to compare yourself. <laughs> it's so easy. And this especially affected me at the beginning of doing photography. I mean, obviously it yeah. still does. I think it will for the rest of my life. It'll always, I'll always be comparing myself. It's just part of human nature, but I think it's the way that you like treat that in the moment and like come back to yeah. like your like real thoughts and what's real and like the reality is, like you said, like people are in different chapters of their life. They're in different moments and you can't be like, how am I not already at chapter seven when you only started at chapter one? You know, like you can't read that far ahead if you've only started, if you're still at chapter one. So it definitely is something to be aware of. And honestly, what I even do is sometimes if I find myself comparing like my career to one photographer specifically, sometimes I'll just mute them for a time. Um, or, you know, if I, if I find myself like comparing myself a lot, sometimes I'll tell myself that I can't look at like feed posts as of right now, I can only focus on my work. Um, and like, it goes both ways too, but because you also want to be interactive on Instagram and you want, you know, to be commenting on other people's and like, be very social because it is a social app. And so it really helps to be social on Instagram, but it's okay if there's like a time that you need um, where you're just comparing yourself all the time to just not to be on that side for a second. It's okay to take relaxing moments from that because I think it really is needed sometimes, especially I've been in just seasons where it's just been like a month of me comparing, 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 because I've just like not been at my most or whatever the case was. And so I just had to take a breather from actually looking at other people's Instagrams. And yeah, you know, I think that's very important and recognizing where you need to be healthy is very important, but also understanding that everyone does it and everyone's in different chapters. And also you probably don't look at your work the same way other people look at it. I've had to think about that sometimes because there'll be people that will be like, email me or DM me and they're like, yours is like our favorite work we've ever seen. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, have you looked at other people's right. work? <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And so it's just, you don't look at yourself the same way other people do. And you're always seeing it and you're picking out every last detail. That's the problem with it, which I mean is normal because it's your job to like correct yourself and figure things out and get better in your craft. But also yeah. at the same time, realize that you're probably way far better than you think you are at the same time. Oh yeah. But for sure. Okay, I was going to see if I had any other things on here. We talked about consistency, hashtags, um, the difference between story feed reels. Oh, we wanted to talk a little bit, I know, about um, how to figure out trending sounds and, like, actually how to create a reel. I feel like I'll, like, find a trending audio one day, which is, like, really frustrating. I'll find a trending audio one day, and I'll be like, okay, I need a plan to make a video and then like by the time I go and I have like a really good idea and then by the time I go make that video it's like not trending anymore yeah and I feel like this is to like a degree I feel like some videos just don't do well for whatever reason who knows why sometimes I'm like this is the best video in the world 
and other times I am like this one like sucks and then it like blows up and so you just never really know I feel like with video so I feel like it goes both ways where you like can have a trending audio and it doesn't do well because it's not really trending anymore. People have seen it over and over again, or sometimes the video just doesn't do well. So honestly, I feel like it's always a trial and error. Yeah. But I feel like it can go either way in a sense of like, yeah, it's either going to be a a trending audio problem or just that video for some reason to blow up. So I wouldn't let that hesitate you from using those audios still. Now I think sometimes if it's like way long gone, like that was like, a six month ago audio, then right. maybe discard of it and then just try to find other new ones. What I always like to do when I'm, when I'm about to start reels is the day before, or like even maybe the hour before I start to make reels, I'll just go through my current audios. Like I'll go through my current yeah. reels, like on the reel section. And I usually just have a bunch of photography reels. Um, I bet yours is the same too, because you probably watch mostly photography stuff. Um, yeah. but if you go on the reels and just like start searching through, I'll just like save them in that time and moment. And so usually I won't like save them over time. And then like later on five months down the road, use that audio that I saved five months ago. I'll usually do it all in kind of a one moment type deal. So that's how I make my reels is I'll usually try to make like five to 10 reels all in one settings and I'll like change outfits. Yeah. So it's like different. Um, but I can like just kind of knock it out. Um, and then yeah, that hour before I'll usually get a list and I'll start going through audio. So I'll start going through reels and be like, Oh, that's a good one. I'll save that. Oh, that's a good one. I have an idea for that. Yeah. And then I'll start writing down my ideas for each reels. And then from that point I'll get ready and then I'll make the reels. And so that's usually my process of going about that because then you're using like audios from that very moment that are trending, like literally that day. And I think that's just helpful because then you're not missing anything. Um, And then you don't have like things saved in your saved area for like 10 years, because I feel like you're just going to miss those in general um, and for, or forget why you wanted to save that or forget your idea or whatever like that. So I would suggest that going into it that way, you're not missing out on audio um, or it's not like old sounds, but I also wouldn't let it hesitate you from making something because sometimes people have re done the a trending sound and it like came back or whatever like that so yeah especially with reels I feel like reels are so off where it's like TikTok's more of like an actual trending thing and reels are kind of like always playing catch up and so yeah a lot of times I think it doesn't matter as much for reels as it does just like video quality and what you're doing in it if that makes sense yeah because I definitely had like I posted a reel I literally started doing reels like not even two weeks ago so (laughs) but um and I've been pretty consistent with it but um I posted a reel like that first week or whatever and then like yesterday it was like popping off again so I think definitely it goes trending like here and there yeah it really does it really does so I wouldn't let that hesitate you from making reels and honestly the more the better with reels um yeah because I know it's sometimes scary you're like oh no I only want to post the ones that like get 100k views and it's like okay, where that like is cool not all your feed gets that either and so I'd really look at it as like a feed setting of like if your you know feed is only getting you know 60 to you know 300 likes then be okay with your reels also getting that because the cool thing about reels is even if it gets less than you like would like it to or less than you imagined it's still new people it's still a reel it's still bringing in traffic and so even if it's just like one person or whatever it's still like bringing in that traffic and it's still allowing you to be consistent with it Um, and so obviously that doesn't mean like make terrible reels and just see what happens it like (laughs) put effort into it but don't hesitate to just post them out even if they don't do very well um because one you're gonna learn from that and like learn what your audience likes in your reels and two you're gonna you know you're gonna be reaching different crowds like while doing it and so it's it's good regardless of how you're doing it right that's another um question you know how like when you're posting a reel and it asks if you want it to share to the feed or not yeah do you what like do you think it's good to share to the feed also or not or like so I don't don't, I haven't done much research about like if that helps or not I don't personally just because I don't like the way it looks (laughs) that's how I am too like I haven't I haven't 
shared them to my feed either because I feel like it gets in the way of like it's like because I feel like my feed is basically like my portfolio so I feel like it's just like it's like a random part in the middle of my portfolio that doesn't make any sense and I feel like a lot of people do and it looks amazing on their feed and they like know how to like do that and like it almost makes it look better on their feed I just don't because I don't like it as much and I think that's just like a personal preference thing in my mind is if you like doing that or not and if you like it to like create extra feed moments, um, for me, I just like feed to be feed and reels to be reels. Um, and I don't yeah. really do like my reels are very much more like personality based versus like artsy and creative and like actually looks aesthetic. So I don't really want that going on my feed because yeah. it's just like me being weird. And so <laughs> I don't really want that on my feed where it's trying to look aesthetic. So I think that right. just kind of goes with each person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like we got through a lot on that. Is there any questions about Instagram in general that you might still have? No, I feel like we got through like what I feel like talking about like the re the reels versus the feed versus the story and like having them all as like separate stuff, but each playing their specific like playing field, I feel like kind of clicked for me. Yeah. (laughs) They all have like a hand in what they're doing. Like they all have a part of like the team that they're supposed to be doing so yeah oh and I even was thinking I forgot to say this but on stories highlights kind of play a part in that but that's almost like your past life so it's almost like again using the Kardashians as an example it's like if you just started watching the Kardashians but you want to catch up with them like you want to like learn what everyone else already knows about them you can like go back to old seasons so I feel like highlights are just going back to old seasons of your life and your journey and that's kind of how I do that and so it's like stories is right now highlights is old seasons posts is like what you can do and reels is how you reach people in my mind so yeah they all help and then consistency and posting a lot and as much as you can whatever consistency means to you I think is like key overall yeah amazing so now I want to ask you questions (laughs) okay um so okay first question like we kind of came up with um is Uh what did you expect going into photography like just kind of where you are in your stage of life even like at the beginning because you're still kind of near where you began like a year ago and so what was like your expectation going and being a photographer versus like what it's like now and what you kind of realized it is right um I feel like when I expected it I don't know. I feel like when I just first thought of like being a photographer, I thought, oh, I'll buy a camera. (laughs) I'll tell people that I'm going to be a photographer and then they'll be like, oh my God, come shoot my wedding. And then I'd be like, cool. But it's like (laughs) totally not the case at all, which was just like my like innocent little mind being like, oh my God, this is going to be so easy. And it's just now I'm where I'm at now. It's like, oh, you have to dedicate, like, so much time, like, years and months to, like, getting up to that point, and, um, and just, like, little stuff of, like, oh, I'll buy a camera, and I'll, I'll just, like, start, you know, clicking the shutter button, and it's, it'll give me a picture, like, no, you actually have to, like, sit and, like, learn (laughs) what the settings are, and then you have to learn, like, how to put them on your computer, and then you have to edit them, and just, like, there's so many little things that you have to take actual time, and, like, like, a long amount of time to, oh my gosh, learn, and I guess I just, I was, like, oh, like, in a couple months, I'll have it figured out, but it's, like, no, it's, like, two years now, yeah, I know, and I'm, like, still, like, figuring it out, and I don't know why our brains do that. Like, I think they do that for like everything. We always think everything's so much easier than it is. Like, even for example, I'm moving right now. Um, just, yeah. I, and I'm still in Manhattan. Like I'm just moving to the West side, but I thought like, oh, this will be so easy. Like I don't have my stuff. <laughs> like it's literally just around the corner, like easy, like no problem right. at all. And like, I'm into a week of it and I'm like still stuff everywhere. Like I haven't even packed half the boxes. Like I've taken a few trips over there and it's like, uh, you just don't even realize that how many pieces there are to moving before you like jump into it. And I think, I mean, it's the same with like everything in life, but definitely with photography, I felt the exact same way. And I was like, oh, this will just be like, as soon as I get good with the 
camera, which will be like, you know, in two days, um, I'll, I'll be pro and then everyone will want me to take their photos. So that'll be fun. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, even like being on Instagram, like some person will post and they'll be like, you want to try to get a photo like this, change your settings to this. And I'll, I'll like do it. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Like you still like, I feel like you're still learning like fun new ways to like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Change your settings and like stuff like that. And then just like, I also didn't realize like all the hats you have to wear as Mm -hmm. a photographer, like business wise. Like I didn't like how I was talking about how I had to set up an LLC. Like I would have never guessed I would have had to done that to be able to like do what I want to do. Yeah. Stuff. There's so so many little pieces. It's insane. (laughs) Like how many little pieces are. Yeah. And I feel like I just had to remind myself day in, day out, like give yourself a break. You can't create this all today. Like it'll be the next five years (laughs) where you're still creating. Well, it's like, in a way I'm like very grateful for it though, because I feel like if it would have been easy, I feel like I would have like not liked it. Mm-hmm. I feel like because it is a little challenging and you kind of are like introducing yourself to new areas that like you're not used to and just like out of your comfortability zone and stuff it makes it so much more fun like when you can figure it out that's true I literally didn't think of it in that way but it's so true because like once you work at something and put a lot of effort and hard work into it you're yeah. more proud and you're more like passionate about it I think that's so true. Like if I didn't put all the hard work I've put into where I'm at now, I don't think I would be as much as passionate about it or as invested. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like, I feel like I'm very proud of myself from where I am now, from where I was like when I first talked to you about like getting into photography. Oh yeah. Like, I feel like I, like, I feel like every photographer just like works so hard to get to that point. And like, it's still working so hard every single day, like with each wedding or shoot or whatever you're doing mm-hmm. like each time you're still being like hey look at what I can do and like I know what I'm doing like you know you're yeah. always like showcasing what your accomplishments and stuff so I don't so know. true no that's yeah. a really good perspective and I feel like one that a lot of people need to hear even just starting photography yeah. themselves right because I feel um, like I get I mean everyone gets into like a low part where they're like like we said comparing ourselves but then I try to slap myself out of it and <laughs> tell myself that. So you need that though. Like everyone needs that self-confidence yeah. for themselves where they're like, okay, no, we still got this. Like you're, you're, that's not the case. You know, you're still learning. You're still figuring it out. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's going through those motions. I'm going through those motions. Like still, yeah. I think I will for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I've just, there's always every season I go into, I'm learning something new and I'm growing my business and I'm making it stronger, which is great. But, you know, it can't be perfect right off the bat. So, like, you will need those experiences to make it stronger. Yeah. I mean, I think also when we met up, last time you were in Arkansas and we met up, um, we were, like, talking about my website because I was about to launch it. And you were going to look at it just to, like, give any tips or whatever. Yeah. And I was saying, I was like, I feel like it's not perfect yet. And you were like, and then you told me, you're like, it doesn't have to be perfect right now. Like, you can always change it as you go yeah and you're like you just need to get your website out there that way people have like an outlet to reach out to you and like inquire and all this stuff and then I was like oh you're right like I don't have to have it perfect right now yeah I can like change it if I need to or whatever and that's coming from a perfectionist so (laughs) I had to learn that the hard way of like it's not it's not giving you any help to not put things out there like yeah, you might put things out there and they might not go the way you want them to, or they might fail in a certain way or whatever. But like, that's when you get to learn, like you can't figure out something that you don't know yet. You know what I mean? Like, that's why those, there's so many things in the world that happens. Like they didn't know to have security in airports until like a tragedy happened or, you know, those like signs that say like, don't feed the bears because like a bear died probably. And you know, like they need to stop feeding them yeah. human food because they can't eat human food. Oh, and you know, like we're just learning these things day in, day out, random things in the world yeah. even. And so like in the same way, your business needs to learn random things that you're going to might fail at or might not even fail necessarily, but might not succeed the way you want to. And then that way you just get to make your business stronger. So I think there are more successes than fails. 
Um, okay. Also, what is something that you wish you knew from like the get go of starting? I, when I first started, I had no idea what second shooting was like working with other photographers at weddings. I had no idea you could do that. So when, so when I figured that out and I was like, cause it's just such a, it's like the best way to like learn from one other photographers and then two, just like putting yourself in the environment with like a little bit of the pressure off because I feel like I feel like working your first wedding is like kind of scary because you're like you have so much pressure on your shoulders of like because someone's literally paying you all this money to like shoot the biggest day of their life and so second shooting kind of lets you throw yourself in that environment but you're not like the sole like person person. yeah but um you're like still playing your part and like contributing to it so yes and I've had so much fun like working with other photographers and like meeting them and just like seeing how they handle wedding day and like taking that home with me and like yeah getting ready to implement that for myself um but yeah I think you were the first person I second shot for oh really yeah so fun (laughs) that was so fun fun. I realized they um celebrated their anniversary like recently isn't that cute? cute I guess yeah because it was like the summer of last year so yeah it came up on my stories like one year ago today and it was them and I was like oh that's so cute yeah yeah because it was in July yeah last year which is crazy that's already a year ago I know and that's you were like just about me. to leave I, I know you were like you were talking to me at the wedding and you were like I'm flying to New York to go like sign a lease and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and now you're now you're about to now I'm here to- yeah now I'm leaving this place so yeah that's just insane no I know and it popped up on my story also the other day things keep popping up like one year ago today because I feel like now is when I started even becoming more consistent on Instagram stories yeah. and so now it's like every day there's something like one year ago today so right. I um <laughs> But even the other day, it was like popping up about me moving here and it was like me flying and it was like one year ago today. And I was like, what? That's crazy. That's actually that's so weird from like where you were and then where you are now. That's crazy. Oh, but I was going to say about the second shooting thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know like it's funny that you said you didn't even know that was really a thing. And in my mind now, I'm like, of course, it's a thing like blah, blah. But I remember like me being at the beginning of like wanting to try out weddings, I had no idea what even second shooting even was. I literally was sitting there. I didn't even know really second shooting was even the term, but I was just sitting there one day in my living room and we had like these like wedding magazines on our table. And I started looking through them and there's like other photographers like on there, like their like candles were on these magazines. And so I started looking them up on Instagram. Then I was like, what if I just like ask them if I can shoot for them? one of these days like with them or like assist and I like for some reason this is so dumb but I'm like for some reason I thought like I came up with like second shooting I was like well this is like so cool why doesn't anyone else think like I have this miraculous idea (laughs) yeah I was like this is such a great idea like this is gonna help me out if like someone lets me come along on their shoot with them and then I can like shoot (laughs) with them I was like so dumb like didn't even like think this is like a real thing um but so anyway I started reaching out to people and then people actually let me come on their weddings with them and I was like what and like let me shoot alongside them so then I started having content of like actual weddings and I got to see how a whole day went but I just remember that moment because I didn't even think to do that and then I also remember photographers started asking me like oh what's your second shooting rate and I was like my what like second shooting yeah I have no idea what that even is. And so it's just funny, like remembering where you start from. So I definitely agree that second shooting is so helpful, especially if you're trying to get in the wedding industry. It's such an easy way to get content, to figure out how the day works without feeling like you're the only one to figure it out. Like you have someone side by side, like almost someone like teaching you too. like you get to learn from them just by watching them. So super helpful. I still second shoot today if I have time. Um, I started not having time like recently, which is sad because I still love second shooting, but Mm -hmm. I, I love assisting people and like watching them work because it just teaches you in a different way that nothing else can teach you. Right. I mean, when I move, I'm going to be meeting the second shoots. So you're going to come second shoot for me. (laughs) I'll hit you up. 
You're my go-to. <laughs> that'd be so much fun. I'm so like excited. That'd, that'd be so fun to do. I, I'm already dreaming of the days. So yeah. <laughs> um, is there any other things that you want to like tell the world about like starting off things you wish you knew? Just do it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you have a dream of photography, it's like so possible. I feel like there's such a stigma. I feel like maybe not in New York, but like here a lot. It's very like, you know, go to school, go to college, get a degree, get a like nine to five job and then, you know, get married, have kids. Yeah. And so I think that's why it took me so long to like realize photography. It could be an actual full-time occupation and like you know can like give you a stable life and everything because like that was just such a stigma here that that's just like like not the reality or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like so possible but you just have to like work so hard for it and I think it's a lot of like that side hustle at the beginning and like working yourself to the bone but then obviously I mean like you can get to a point where it's the main thing that you do um, and I guess I think just realizing that has opened up so many new doors to me. Like I would have never thought, cause like, I would have never thought that I could move to New York to do that, but it, like, I'm going to make that possible next yeah. year and stuff. It's really just what you set your mind to and something seems so yeah. impossible. And like, I mean, depending on what stage of life you're in, I mean, it's different for everyone, but it might take longer or it might be really fast or whatever, but it always is possible if you set your mind to it. And I think that is just like such a good reality check because for me, I also thought it was like the impossible. I was like, being a full-time photographer in New York is the impossible. Um, I don't know if you saw my story the other day, but I reposted, I make these little like catch-ups with myself just to like look back on and I don't know why I make them. It honestly helps me process things. Um, I hate processing things in other people with other people, but, um, anyway, I always make these and I made one the other, like right before I decided I was going to move to New York, but I was like, I just don't even know if it's possible to live in New York and be a full-time photographer. Like, that's just like, that's my dream. I like made one that like I was saying that I was like talking that out with myself and now I'm here. And I thought I was going to be here like five more years down the road. And so, it's, it's just crazy what you can do whenever you do set your mind to it and that it is really possible. And it's not just someone else's dream, but like it can be your own dream. I don't know. I mean, by you, like you're one of the main people that has inspired me to do it because I mean, I saw like when you started and then when I reached out to you, you were like talking about moving to New York. And then like by the end of like, when I worked with you at that wedding, you were like about to leave. And then now you're there and like, you're doing well and all that stuff. So Mm-hmm. it was nice to see that <laughs> yeah because then so it's sweet. like it just it kind of is like a little example that it is possible if it you is fun try, to like, look at people that are like little steps ahead of you that you want to be that it's like still possible yeah. it's not like an incredible right. like crazy step ahead of you but it's like right. still possible stuff and then like find that because I like have so many inspirations like that too and so yeah well, especially like I feel like you and I have the same style and we have the same like mindset and a lot of like the photography world so knowing that yeah it's like like the same story in a sense like we have the same story of like yeah it's kind of (laughs) weird it's like how we got started and like how we both lived in the same place and we even like I'm surprised we didn't meet each other earlier honestly I know which is like I met you a couple times like at Allie's like birthday parties or something like that but I still like didn't even know that you were like into photography and then she was like I my biggest photographer go talk to her and I was like I had no idea (laughs) yeah I had no idea I just knew of you but I was like I didn't know you're trying to get into it all so that was just like fun when we first met because we were like wait we have the same vision for like everything oh yeah yeah (laughs) literally everything (laughs) so come back soon come visit soon too you need to come visit we're going in September oh September what um, I think Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so up with you guys then. Okay, yeah. We'll have to try to like figure out a time to see each other. Cause the last time I went to New York, I mean we that we had that full day where we did like branding. I know, I know. That was so fun. That was fun. That was so fun. And then like we'll like slide up on like when you went to um that studio the other day. 
Was it the Brooklyn oh, Loft Studio? The Brooklyn Loft Studio. That was cool. Yeah, I like slid up on your Instagram story and I was like, oh my God, I've been following this account for so long. Like just been waiting for the chance to go or whatever. That's so and then you, were, you were like, we need to do a branding session together whenever as, I come. Yeah, as soon as you come, even like if you come back at all, like just a visit, we need to do like branding sessions. Yeah, because that'd be so much fun. That would be fun. Um, okay, but thank you for coming on. You're welcome. I'm so happy thank you. you did. This is so fun to catch up and chat. Like, I feel like this just became like us hanging out. <laughs> I know. Every time you and I hang out, it becomes like a photography therapy session. <laughs> like literally for both of us. Well, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you do not already follow me on Instagram, it is at Emily Denny Photo. I will also be linking Mel's social platforms in the show notes. Besides that, I will be talking to you in the next episode. Bye.